Welcome, sisters and brothers of the Machinist Union and our allies in OA movement. This is your weekly 141 report, and I'm your host, Dave Lehigh, a communications representative for District Lodge 141. Our conversation this week is about the recent infrastructure bill being passed and signed into law and the importance of the Build Back Better bill that just passed the House heading to the Senate. We will speak to our very own 141 Legislative Director, Dave Roderick, as he fills us in on important facts about these pro-union, pro-worker pieces of legislation. So join us as we discuss this and other issues. All of this and more as our 141 report starts now. Welcome, Brother Dave. How you doing? I'm good, Dave. Thanks for having me on again. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, Dave, it's great to have you on, you know, especially when we have important issues on up on Capitol Hill. So Dave, uh, briefly fill the viewers in on your background and current position with District Lodge 141. Yeah, well, I've been with the uh, airlines out of United for 32 years and then retired. But uh, about five years before that, uh, the district president, Michael Clem, uh, asked me would I be interested in handling the legislative department for the district. And, and I said, yeah, I would really like to because I enjoy uh, uh, doing this type of work uh, that helps the members. Okay. So Dave, uh, you were recently able to go to the White House with other labor union members to see the historic signing of the infrastructure bill that President Biden signed. First off, how are you invited to this special ceremony? And second, why is the passing of this law so very important to workers in this country? Yeah, this was uh, came to a surprise to me when I was at uh, when I picked up the phone and President Mike Clem called me and had said, Dave, um, uh, will you be able to go out on Monday, which was only a couple days later, uh, to DC for the signing of the infrastructure bill? And uh, to me, it was a work assignment. And I said, absolutely, I'll be glad to go out there. And then I hung up and it didn't even sink in until after I hung up and I thought, oh my God, I'm going to the signing of the infrastructure bill, something that we as machinists and other unions have been working on. Uh, so much for the past uh, uh, few years now. Uh, this was a big deal. Uh, Biden, it was the first major bill that he was able to sign in 11 months of his uh, being in office. Um, it uh, was quite uh, fascinating. So when I received the call from Mike Clem, I was doing a little background, like how did this come about? And out of all the people from the uh, machinist union in TCU, uh, how did, I get chosen as one of these groups. And it just was just one of those things. Hassan Solomon was looking for four people to attend. I had just seen Richie Johnson at a uh, rally for Metra uh, downtown Chicago. And uh, later that day, I had received a call, like I said, from Mike Clem, and he put this together. Um, Why is he, uh, the, the uh, passing of this law so important to workers in this country? This bill, our country has been waiting for something like this for a long time. This bill covers so much that will help the country, uh, including it'll help with the roads, the bridges, uh, improvements at the airports, which affect all of us in the airline industry and the uh, uh, rail industry under uh, uh, for our employees. Um, it will help um, electric vehicles, it will, so it will help keep clean energy going to help cut down on the pollution, which is affecting climate change. There's a lot of money being put in for climate change, along with uh, a lot of other money 
uh, going in for the environment and for the airports, et cetera. Um, and what this does is this infrastructure bill has been created to really not cost taxpayers anything um, in the long run, at least that's the plan, and it's going to generate tens of thousands of jobs. And it's been emphasized that these jobs are going to be union jobs and jobs, uh, American uh, blue collar jobs uh, with the good union pay and union salary. Biden's a huge supporter of unions and he really wants this done. And he knows that by having union workers that they are going to be paid top dollar for their trade to get these, uh, these jobs, these projects for the infrastructure built, taken care of. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you were, you were talking about the, uh, the airports. Uh, what our members need to understand is as airports grow, uh, that means that air, aircraft can, more aircraft can come in and service these, these, uh, these destinations. And that's where machinist members are. And if we've got machinist members that are there and they are, our airlines are growing, that means more job security. And, you know, the bigger, uh, 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 the, bigger the, the groups, it helps the people on their seniority and, and just strengthens our union altogether. So, you know, it, it, a lot of people may not understand that this is really important for our members that this legislation was, was passed. Brother Dave, with this big win for American labor now in place after so many years of waiting, President Biden was able to negotiate this bipartisan deal in only 11 months in office. This brings me back to another question about the Build Back Better Act that just passed the House which is on its way to the Senate. Why is this bill even more important to American workers, union and non-union alike? Well, this bill is really going to help uh, Americans in general uh, make better uh, livings for themselves because there's a lot in this bill that's going to do cost savings that's going to affect the households. For example, uh, the, big, the Build Back Better bill will also um, invest a lot of money in children and caregiving uh, they'll start with a pre, uh, free preschool for all uh, three and four years old. And they'll also uh, provide uh, household credit up to $3,600 a year or $300 a month uh, in tax cuts per child. Um, there'll also be expansive, exp expansion of affordable health care. Uh, that will assist a lot of older Americans and people with disabilities. It will strengthen the Affordable Care Act, and it will also close the Medicaid coverage gap. And for the first time, it will cover hearing aids and products for in Medicare for those who are in need. And me being a hearing aid wearer, I know that they are very expensive. They're in the thousands to replace your hearing aids. Uh, a big part of the bill also deals with the cl climate change. It will uh, generate uh, clean energy technology, including wind turbines, uh, solar panels, electric cars. And by doing this, it will also be creating hundreds of thousands of good jobs, include like the coastal uh, restorations. They'll be working with people on the coast and farmers uh, to manage this to make sure that they're getting what they can do to, to get the most out of uh, um, these, these departments, including forest management and soil conservation. Yeah, and efforts to reduce emissions. And all these uh, put together will actually uh, make, make a dent, a small dent in 
and climate change, because it's going to take the world to participate, but Biden believes we need to do our part and be a leader in, uh, in, in all of this. You know, you know, Dave, you know, a lot of those th things that you're just talking about, oh, we have a lot, a lot of machinist members that are going to be involved in a lot of those areas. Uh, you know, we have a lot of uh, IAM members that are in the uh, uh, that work for the government as government contractors, and they work on a lot of the uh, like the, the water lines and stuff like that. The uh, Tennessee Valley Authority, we have people that are down there. Uh, you know, when you talk about offshore work and uh, reconstruction of uh, seawalls and stuff like that, I know we're going to have people that are going to be involved in that. But really what I was interested in was, you know, you're talking about the, the hearing aids, the Medicaid. No, we got retirees. We have our own 141 members that are out there that are retired that will get access to these, these great benefits. Also, the, with the child care provisions, uh, which you were talking about, uh, we, know we have, uh, you know, uh, members that are out there that the husband and wife are both working. They've got a newborn or something like that, or they want to get these kids into some sort of child, child care services. This act is going to give them uh, some help and some protection. I would like to say real quickly, I like to backstep a little bit because on the infrastructure bill, because you just touched on a little bit, but we have a lot of people out there and uh, members and union uh, workers that are uh, in steel industries and a lot of the products, especially for the reconstructions of a lot of the uh, uh, rail lines, the airports, um, they all involve in the bridges. The bridges is a big thing because so much of the infrastructure in America is crumbling. So a lot of these will be done by good paying union jobs. Um, also, one other thing I didn't mention about the Build Back Better, which is a huge part of this, is this bill is not going to cost taxpayers one penny. And that's uh, in the bill that it, it won't do it, but how can that happen? Well, for decades, Big corporations have not been paying taxes. This Build Back Better bill will allow, um, will actually force big businesses to pay their share of taxes. And that's how these things will be paid for. Um, and the way they're going to do this is they're going to actually put uh, uh, the tax administration and overhaul it and that way that they will be on and they will be monitoring, especially the wealthy, to make sure that they pay what they owe. Okay. What can our members do to uh, push the Senate to pass the Build Back Better Act? Well, right now, the most important thing that anybody can do is contact their uh, local congressperson or their uh, state senators, let them know that they really want this passed. Uh, we believe that it will already passed in Congress. Um, we know that, which is great, but we're going to have a battle on the other side of the aisle. Um, they have their own agenda, and unfortunately, there's a lot of politicians out there that don't want to tax the wealthy or the, um, the corporations for them to pay their fair share. They receive a lot of their donations for the re-elections from these corporations, so it's going to be a very tough fight to get... Uh, across the aisle, everyone on board to vote in order for this bill to be passed. So they can actually go online, like I said, contact them, uh, write a letter. Um, you can, uh, it's, it's not that difficult. Just go online, uh, go to your state, like, like for me, Illinois, il.gov, and you'd be able to find your, your reps 
and then just uh, put in a message box, uh, please, please pass the Build Back Better bill. And uh, that's the best thing people can do right now at this time. It really looks like that this bill is going to come down uh, primarily on party lines. Uh, right now, we've got probably 47 or 48 uh, senators that are uh, strongly in favor of this. It's going to come down to a reconciliation vote. Uh, but it's important that all of our members uh, reach out and contact their senators, whether they're Republican or Democrat, and tell them that this piece of legislation needs to pass. Uh, it's it's vital for the American worker. This will this is almost like a new FDR bill for uh, the American worker, and we really need to have this put in place. So that brings me on to my next question, Dave, about uh, the MNPL program, the Machinist Nonpartisan League. Why is this so important to IAM union members? Well, this is one uh, big way that uh, uh, machinist workers can participate. A lot of people don't have time to be boots on the ground or uh, do the, uh, a lot of the legwork that's needed to get these uh, things uh, accomplished, these bills accomplished and signed. So one way you can do it is, is uh, get involved with your machinist nonpartisan political league, uh, acronymed as an MNPL. Uh, I'm the director of that as well. And um, by doing this, those uh, donations that come in from uh, the workers for our political PAC go specifically to uh, politicians that support labor and that support our cause. So if we go out there and we solicit a, a politician and ask them to uh, please back the uh, Build Back Better bill, and they tell us they will, and then they turn around and they don't, then they would not receive any money from us at all from the political pack. Um, it's not that difficult uh, to join. Uh, if you're a United Airlines or American Airlines employee, it's about the easiest by just submitting uh, a signed card, fill out the information and the donation, uh, which you would like to make out of each paycheck. Um, it's traditional that a lot of people do um, uh, $2, uh, but if you get into the club with a $6 donation, it puts you into what we call a 141 club. Um, because you've matched, uh, you've put in more than $141 in the, in the calendar year. And when you do that, then you receive a token of appreciation uh, annually. Hey, uh, be, the, card, the card can be found on the IAM141.website, correct? That is correct. Yeah, it's, it's right there can, on it. They can download it right there and then just send it into you? Download it, fill it out. You can uh, fill it out and email it back to me if you can scan it, because I don't know if it's in PDF or not. Um, it's not that difficult. And uh, with our recent uh, uh, situation due to COVID, the loss of so many uh, members of due to retirement or early outs, um, we've lost a uh, good number of substantial donors uh, into the club. So we really need to get these numbers back up. And we got midterms coming. And that's going to be an important uh, situation. Uh, it's it's going to be a tough fight to hold our seats. We okay. will support Republicans in their political causes, but once again, they have to support labor. That's what yeah. we are. So, like, with. for example, like if a Republican came out and said, "I support the PRO Act, and I will vote for the PRO Act," uh, th that's somebody we're looking to support. 
but the PRO Act is protecting the right to organize, right? I mean, oh, that would be that would be somebody that we would say, yeah, you, you're willing to come on board. We, we would we would be open to that, right? He'd have to you know be willing to come over and help workers, right? But if he says I'm not for uh, you know, uh, the PRO Act and I'm, um, um, I'm a right to work person, which basically right to work for less, you know, and taking away union rights. Uh, that's somebody we would be against, correct? That, that is very true. Yeah. And uh, okay. with that, that probably- That's the same thing, that's the same thing, with, the same thing with the Democrats. If a Democrat came out there and, you know, there, there's Democrats that, that have uh, said that they support labor and then they get in the office and they've turned their back on us, we, we cut them off, correct? We cut them off. We cut them off. We yeah. have a handful of Republicans that we support uh, financially for their reelections. And uh, we also uh, have cut some of them off as well because yeah. they have uh, walked a thin line. Yeah, our, our, members, our members don't, right, they get really fuzzy on that. And they, they think it's just, a, we just give money to the Democrats. That's not the case. That's not true. You give money to both parties, but you have to support labor. So whoever out there is supporting labor and helping unions grow and, and getting good union paying jobs, these are the types of people we want to contribute uh, these voluntary donation uh, money monies to. Uh, so Dave, I understand you're going to be doing a, a special MNPL raffle. Uh, can you fill our viewers in about, about this and give us some details? Yeah, if I can get people to go on our website, which is im141.org, and go into the legislative page and uh, find the MNPL card, fill it out, get it back to me. By the end of the year, I'll be selecting uh, five cards from the batch, and you'll receive a t-shirt. From your information, I would contact you and uh, find out what size you would like. Um, and we can, uh, it would, it's just an incentive to try to get people to sign up. Okay, well, uh, so at the end of the month, that's like four weeks from now. So we got, we got a little time to get that going. So we'll make sure we advertise that, get that out. But that sounds like a, that sounds like a pretty good idea. The t-shirts are pretty nice too. Yeah, they, yeah this last batch is uh, really pretty decent. Yeah, uh, yeah. A lot of demand for it. Um, we could even, we're even going to start selling them online, but they would have to contact me personally um, through my email uh, or my Facebook pages or MNPL pages, and then I'll be glad to work with you to get the information. Okay. All right. Good stuff, Dave. Well, listen, this wraps up this week's 141 report. Uh, thank you, Dave, uh, Brother Dave, for uh, reporting about uh, MNPL and the legislative work you've been doing for our union. And uh, I do appreciate you coming on. I really appreciate that, Dave, and I, I'd like to wish everyone a happy holiday season. Uh, hopefully it's a little better than last year's holiday season, and uh, stay healthy and stay safe. Well, that's all for now. Uh, to our viewers, thank you for tuning in each week, and everyone, please have a great weekend. Bye for now.